0: cups cave party
1: Right, that was Danny Rocket with the Chicago Cubs Club 400 podcast theme song.
2: Well, we come on tonight. We, this is the first time we did this, but uh, this is our special edition Miguel Montero episode. And uh, we recently had our Christmas party. And was that a Christmas party or what? I'll tell you, you've had some great guests that have come out here, obviously. We've talked about a few of them, but
1: they just keep getting better.
2: This one was amazing, and that's why we decided to do a little preview before we go into it. But this is why you want to tune in to Club 400 Radio. This is actually, I listened to it this morning. I took a week and a half off from it, and I listened to it today, and I thoroughly enjoyed everything but my voice. Everything else was great, you know. But uh, this is why you want to tune in to Club 400 Radio. We're lucky enough to be able to get guests like this to be on our podcast, which, I mean, this is is clearly unbelievable uh, radio, if you ask me. I think it's great and
1: <laughs> excuse me i was talking to our manager eric mcvicker this morning and there's rumors out on the street that we're going to start announcing guests yeah, I'm the show, that's the only way you're going to be able to find out. Exactly. Unless people get you tanked and you just tell them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got, um well, that was a great night, first of all. Miguel Montero was exactly what I thought he would be. And, you know, William, I had people coming up to me saying, why are you bringing him on here? I mean, why are you bringing him out to Club 400? The way he left the Cubs and stuff like that? Well, one thing I know, there's always three sides to the story. <laughs> there's right. the Cubs story, his story, and the real story. And it always lies somewhere in between. And... uh He's a straight shooter and that's what I like the bottom and um first of all it's one of the f- guests that I've had here that you know I already want to invite back already Oh it
1: you know that was exactly the best thing about it is he was a straight shooter and you said there's three different types of um of people or stories, three different stories. He was, a, he was, he. I think he told us the actual story.
2: Oh no, that was the thing. And like, I don't want to spoil anything you, you're going to hear. And, and this, by the way, isn't the hour episode, our longest one ever, but it's because there's a lot of good content in here. And the thing about it is, is you know, when Miggy left the Cubs, um, you know, he went out with uh, obviously the controversy, whatever you may call it, and hasn't really, you know, kind of disappeared in the sunset. And this is kind of his. First, returned back to Chicago doing the sports show, then coming back to Club 400. And I believe, um, you know, he felt the Cub fans' love la- uh, that night here at Club 400. Yeah, he did. We learned a lot about how he felt about
1: everything about the Cubs that yeah. night.
2: And I'll tell you one thing we're always trying to improve our game. And, um, you know, I remember when we released, released the Bob denier Gary Matthews episode, and the quality was not really that great. We thought about not releasing it. Well, we're trying to get better, you know, and uh, capturing live audio is a trick. We we brought in John, who has helped Johnny us out. Johnny B. Yep. Shout out to Johnny B. Johnny B. And uh, this is good, uh, good quality. So it's uh, easy listening uh, wherever you're going on your trip today in your car or at your desk. Uh, yeah, you're going to enjoy yourself with this next hour of uh, Miguel Montero.
1: Let me ask one question before we uh, get rolling here. Did he dog me when we were asking questions? I asked him about what it felt like to catch a no-hitter. And yes. And he paused and he said, which one? Right, exactly. I knew he threw two. I was, of course, talking about the one with the Cubs. Oh, well, yeah. With Jake I, Arrieta. I thought
2: it was classic Miggy.
1: uh He totally dogged me. Well, he, yeah, he, he got
2: you good. Although and, uh, he
1: said he didn't even know it was a no-hitter till the ninth because the guy had like 12 walks. Yeah, the bases were loaded every inning. I think that was uh, that was the first one. Annabelle yeah. Sanchez for yeah. was it Florida? Was it, uh, was, it Arizona? Was, Arizona? was it Arizona? yeah Arizona? Okay. Yeah,
2: but yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of great things today. The Christmas party we had, with Santa Claus here, we had the modern day Romeos. Jimmy actually brought his son home from the hospital. After complications, dropped his son off and came over here an hour later, which was crazy. Shout out to Jim and Justin. We got Danny Rocket, who we presented the check from the ranchers and the whole uh, guitar page. uh, Gave him over $2,000 for the guitar. Uh, We had, um, believe it or not, Randall Roadhouse catered the party and they did a hell of a job. One of our good sponsors, we were just there today, had a hamburger.
1: (laughs) They uh, also had a magician.
2: Yeah, we had a magician. There's a little bit of everything here, and uh, I'll tell you what, nights like that, uh, you know, when everybody leaves and, you know, we clean up, it just it was kind of magical that night, and uh, I was so lucky and honored to be able to throw a party like that, and it was honestly in my top five. it was awesome. And the Q&A, as I mentioned, mentioned, uh, Eric, my brother, McVicker, listened to the whole Q&A. That tells you how good it was, and... uh Miggy Mickey, Mickey is a great guy. Like I said, I can't say enough about him, William, and we're going to have him back. He said he's coming for free next time, and he's going to do the Q&A, and he, he's kind of laid us off. Yeah, that's all right. We'll take I it. He was that entertaining. <laughs> Let him so I, I was like, maybe you can get Jake over here. That would right. be kind of oh, cool, you know, because yeah. those guys are uh, good buddies. But yeah, you know, that's the thing about, and we'll go into the, the show right now, but you can't always believe what you hear, you guys, you know, it's like. I think one thing that you've, I don't care if you're a Trump follower or a Trump hater, one thing that has has proven itself over time is the media has its own agenda. People have their own agenda when they put news out. And uh Mickey, Mickey is a cub, man. He always will be a cub. And you'll find out why he thinks that and why he believes that. That's so right. enjoy, the, sit back, grab a whatever, a cold beer, or if you're at work, grab a coffee or a, Mountain Dew and just... uh, Popcorn would be good for this one, too. Get your bucket of popcorn out. Exactly, because you're going to be entertained. And uh, like I said, uh, if you could spread the word about Club 400 Radio, even if you can go on Apple iTunes, leave us, um, you know, even if you don't believe it, leave us a great review. And uh, like I said, I don't really care at the end of the day about the listens, but it would be nice to be heard. We're not doing this for, you know, anything. But, I mean, we're not doing it for that. I'm not doing it for that reason, but... You know, I'm proud of this, I really am, and uh, I wanted to give it a good listen before we dropped it, uh, and uh, I wanted to listen to it with fresh ears, that's why I waited for about a week before I listened to it today, and I said, William, we got to do this episode justice, you got to come to Club 400, we're sitting here right now, and let's do an introduction for it. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy Miguel Montero. I want to tell Miguel, where's he at? Miguel, he's in the, around the corner. Let's give it up for Miguel Mateo, everybody. So I want to tell you this. This ain't just the man cave where we're throwing a party and we got a lot of beer here. We have raised over $300,000 for charity for Cub fans since 2014. The goal is $1 million, all right, out of a basement. For the best fans around, the best fans
3: are you guys, the Chicago Cub fans. The best fans in Major League Baseball, though, by far. (laughs) By far, you guys are the best fans in the game. And, uh... You know, I only played with the Cubs for two and a half years, and you guys make me feel like I i played with you guys for the, my whole career. Uh, people ask me sometimes, well, oh, what teams did you play for? And I can't even remember. I just remember the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story.
2: I'll tell you what. We got Miguel to come out here tonight. I was so excited because I, I want to state this as a fact. I go to all the charity events, obviously, to uh, – you know, put Club 400 out there, and this guy never hid in the VIP area. He came out and he hang out. He hung out with the fans, and he drank beer with the fans. He took pictures with the fans. That's why I wanted you out here, Miguel, because that's the type of guy you are, man. Thank you.
3: Uh, you know, the reality as the reality as an athlete, uh, we all think that you know we are the stars. We're like, oh yeah. Guess what, though? We're nobody without you guys behind us. Uh, you see, all these guys making, all oh, these guys make thirty million dollars, yeah, because the fans pay for it. Nobody else pays for it. It's not the cops. It's not. It's just the fans, the city, and uh, you guys deserve a good treatment, though. And uh, that's why I like to hang out with the fans. And today I'm having a blast. I gotta catch up. A, I gotta catch up. A plane at seven oh five. He'll be hungover. This is my radio partner. I've done that before. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. I, 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 don't, I didn't have to catch a plane before, but I had to catch a game before that. So, And I thought it, so it's all good. So keep the party going. That's right. That's my radio partner right there. Radio. We started Club 400
2: Radio, and it's exactly what you said, Miguel. It's about the fans. We're doing, it's you know, the forgotten part of Chicago Cubs baseball is the fans. So the radio show is about the fans. And uh, I, I'll tell you what, we're going to raise a million bucks, and we're going to do it real soon. Thanks to guys like this right here. That's right. And I, I want to
1: pull a Stu McVicker here and try to get a cheap ch- applause from everyone. So you're a 2016 world champion. How's that, yeah.
3: Well, we all are though. You guys are too though. We would have done it without you, seriously. That's right. I mean, in our clubhouse, our top our talk was, we need to get it done for the city, the town, the state, everybody. So let's go. You know, let's let's rock. There's no excuses about we're tired. We we good to go.
1: In in reality, did you feel pressure about all the generations of Cub fans for? All those years that haven't won, and all the pressure we felt—did you, could you feel that in the clubhouse?
3: You know, it's funny because I live in Arizona, and I'm, a, and I'm a member on a, a country club in Arizona where everybody's from Chicago. Okay. <laughs> so, sarcastically, I, you know, I, I, I sign up, for, try to be a member, and three weeks later, that I sign up, uh, I got traded to the Cubs. Yeah, I got accepted two weeks later, and the, and the waiting list is three years, and that's true, that's when it's true, you got to know somebody, though, it's all about knowing someone, and, and no, I'm dead serious, like Michael Phelps is a member now, but he wait three years, and he's, he's got 23 medals. <laughs> 23 medals. <laughs> I wait three weeks. Miguel, you've been accepted to our club. Because you got the Cops jersey now. Yeah. I tell you, Cops jersey opened the doors in a lot of places. A lot of places.
2: How many meals have you had to buy in Chicago, actually, since you won the World Series? I hope none, but...
3: I tell you, I t- honestly, like after I hit the world, the, the the Grand Slam, so I have the I have my whole family. The at Grand house. Slam! Oh! Yeah. Whoa! I got lucky there, though. <laughs> 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 I really got lucky, though. I was, I was in two strikes, and my mind was like, "Do not strike out, all right? <laughs> o oh, two count, do not strike out." Just put it in play, make something happen, get yourself out, but do not strike out. Boom! One
2: oh, of the loudest I've ever heard Wrigley when he hit that grand slam, dude. I mean, that doesn't get any better than that. Uh, what do you think when you
3: hit it? Were you what, what were you oh, thinking my. when you were around uh, the bases? I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, uh, honestly, or... honestly, I, I didn't even know what to think because when I when I touched first, I was thinking about the Kirk Gibson thing. and then i'm like no that's already used uh what do i do i'm like whatever man just run the bases oh
2: god i I was there and i'll tell you what that's one of my uh, that was like holy shit we're gonna do this you know
3: i mean that was it Um, and and when you look at it i think it was a turning point too i don't you know like i don't want to brag myself, but you know, next day we oh, lost you, one you nothing. You can't hear it,
1: Club 400. Go hey, ahead.
3: Next day we lost one nothing, yeah. So we wouldn't be only 2 because guess what? If we would not score a run there, right. the Dodgers were going to they were inspired right now. Oh, right. We tied the game against Chapman. Right. It was 3 nothing, and we tied the game against Chapman. Now we got him. All right. All right. And all of a sudden there's like four runs out of nowhere. And guess what? You guys remember what happened after that homer? Dexter. 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 I don't remember though. <laughs> It was hard to see it, though. It was like, man, he did a back-to-back homer. Yeah. He really was a back to well, nobody. No one remembered his homer. I swear to God, no one remembered But you that. know what, though? He was huge for our team, though. Oh, no, yeah. I think every guy on that team was huge. Every, every every guy made a contribution enough to to be a world champs, And that's why we were world champs. I think, right. I think we were talented enough. To win it all, yep. no I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a little
2: controversy right here because Miguel, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You got job for some reason. I don't know why, but this guy had the game-winning yeah. hit.
3: Yeah. All right, we all know We all know right, 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 right. Without this technically, guy, be, technically, technically, is not the game-winning RBI, and that's true though. That's a true story. Technically, he's not the game winning RBI. And I want to be clear with that. For all the people, it's a lot of people support me and telling me, like, hey, you got the game winning RBI. Thank you. But technically, that's not true. I got the insurance wrong. <laughs> I got the insurance wrong. Guess what? He ended up being insurance.
2: And thank God for that because I was always like, man, why doesn't everybody talk about this hit? This
3: was the biggest hit ever, you know. We had oh, bro, you know what? People don't talk about my head and the Cubs don't talk about... because after the World Series, after the parade, I had a, a good interview with ESPN, and you, know, you guys all know, though. Yeah, but that's me, though. I, I uh, that's who I am, though. Guess what, man? I'm, oh. That's who I am. Dude, and that, and, that, that,
2: that is another thing I love about you. This guy tells the truth. He keeps it real. That's another reason why I wanted you out here tonight. Because you know,
3: it's, it's, I much rather be hate. Somebody's going to hate me because I told him the truth. But he's going to realize it and later on in his life. He's like, man, you know what? He told me how it was. Uh, you know, a lot of people is like, well, you know, yeah, we won the World Series. Oh, Mickey was about. Uh, no, I wasn't. I honestly wasn't. It's just like, you know what? We had a 25 guys. And they all contribute in the regular season to be where we were. And all of a sudden, they forget about 20, Nah, I mean, like 17 of those guys? You forgot about those guys? I mean, like, really, it's, it's, it's not fair. And a lot of guys, the problem was a lot of guys want to speak up. And I'm I'm true, though. You know, I don't care. I'm already retired. Who cares? <laughs> a lot of the guys, didn't speak up because they were afraid to lose their job. Right. I had a guarantee contract, though. <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I say it. But, you know, the problem was that nobody backed me up, and that hurts. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Nobody nobody backed me up, and that kind of hurts. We're backing up here right now at Club 400.
2: <laughs> So I gotta ask you man like did you get any royalties on all the shirts sold with we are good shirts or uh... Uh, i actually
3: uh, I actually signed a, uh, a form that uh it was all for surety and I didn't want any money for that though you know like i as long as everything's for surety I'm good with it. God give me with a lot so whatever it can be for surety and help somebody else and help people that really need it i'm 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 more than happy to do it again and over and over and it's awesome so yeah they came up to me and they asked me like hey you want you want to sign you want percentage of them we're good shares i'm like i don't want a penny because you know what we're good we're
2: good yeah so i gotta ask you when you i think it's all started when you tweeted it out right and then did you know that was gonna be we actually
3: came out with like a five game losing streak and everybody's like oh my god we all terrible again. And then I say, you know what? We're all going through a tough time, but I like my team because I really did. And it was honestly, it was, I was just, because I love Chicago and I was sitting in my, I had a, I, re, I had a really good penthouse in Michigan <laughs> Avenue. So I was sitting in front of the lake watching it and I'm like, I'm tweeting and I'm like, uh, tweeting and I'm like, don't worry about guys. And... uh well, you guys know those. Since I'm not playing with the cops, I don't tweet. I don't know why. Uh, I
2: know. <laughs> this guy's you not know, fun. like he's not
3: fun anymore. Like I'm like, man, I wanted to tweet something, but to who? Oh, we're I'm all. Like, s- uh, we're all You know what? I, I'm gonna start tweeting again a yeah. little bit, some. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna start getting involved in Instagram a little bit more. I just, Woo-hoo. it's just like, it's hard to do it sometimes. It's just like, okay, well, you know. Like, 'Cause it's 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 hard though. It's hard like you know when when you play for such a good team and and great organization, great fan base and and then you you leave the team, they let you go, they release you, they kick your ass out of the team <laughs> and they say you're a bad guy. No. 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 no and and then and then you come and play against that team. And you hit a homer against that team. (laughs) And you hit another double. And guess what? Honestly, honestly, I hit a double and a homer against one guy that I was hoping to get myself out. And that's why I probably hit that because I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do nothing. I'm like, man, get me out. It was Kyle Hendricks. I love him to death. (laughs) I really love him. And then I text him after the game. And I say, man, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't want to do any of that, though. I texted him. I'm, I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I didn't want to do any of that. And he was like, maybe this all good. And he's like, but, you know, I got a lot of secrets with Kyle. I caught him for a while. So, I know a lot of things that he does, and I know what he's going to throw every time that he does that, though. So, the good thing is, like, I didn't tell my ex-teammates with the Blue Jays the things that he did when he was going to throw the fastball, when he was going to throw the changeup. I didn't tell any of those guys, so so they didn't know anything, and he still dominate everybody else except me. <laughs>
4: That's great. Uh,
2: if you don't know, uh, where's John and Anne Marie? They're in the house tonight. The Hendricks family's here. Oh. Yeah, they are, and I love him. Oh, and I'll tell they you are, what. And they I love, love, love. you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, he won't get it. He won't get the other drink. So I got this, this the Q&A is going to get long, yeah, guys. Tough. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, they boy. T- we ask all the tough questions. Miggies in the house.
2: <laughs> I tweeted Mickey Day. I, I said, I hope you're ready to party, buddy.
3: So. <gasps> Hi, you know what? I got a seven-month-old, so I've been waking up in the middle of the night. But he's all good.
2: It's all good. because We're uh, going to uh, take some questions from the crowd. Uh, Garrity, yeah. um, uh, we'll take a mic yeah. out here. Uh, we'll pass this around here. You might, we'll Crowley pa- will go first. Oh, Crowley. We're going to have Crowley go first. Yeah. The ring bearer for Miguel Montano. Yeah, he gave me the
3: ring. <laughs> Honestly, when he was holding my ring, I was like, please do not run with that ring because I'm going to chase you down.
2: I was thinking about it. I'll tell you what, Carly. I don't think you could present it to a better guy than this guy right here.
5: No, it's a special bond, man, to be able to present it. And I told him, you know, 40,000 at Wrigley, and I shook his hand. I looked at him. I said, we are good. You did it. (laughs) And that just meant everything to me to be able to be in there and give it to a guy that great. Uh, Miggy, I know that one time Joe Madden was asked, who do you think is going to be a manager out of this team? And everyone was kind of expecting David Ross. But Joe said, Miggy, would make an excellent manager. Have you uh, thought about that in the future and what was <laughs> it like playing for Joe Madden?
3: What? Do I like to play for Joe Madden again? What, what do you say again the last time? <laughs> Have
5: you thought about managing in the future and what do you think it was like playing for Joe Madden? You know,
3: the reality is like I would love to manage again, but I don't want to manage, I guess, with all this analytic BS, BS thing going on. You know, uh, if you were to put a good team together on the field and we lose, it's my fault. I don't want to blame the economic guys. Like, oh, he plays economic. Like, he went to study, like, Harvard economics. Yeah, really? Like, did he run the bases before? No. Oh, because he knows math? What do I care? That's when I would really like to manage a game. Like, you know what? You put... We got a good team on the field. I'm going to run the team. We lose, I take responsibility because it's a good team on the field. If we lost, it's not about a matchup. Oh, this lefty, he wasn't supposed to get this lefty out. No. Anything can happen in baseball, man. So that's when I was, I, I probably think about being a I got an offer manager job already, though.
2: I'm sure he did, yeah.
3: And I'm like, man, do you wanna offer interview? Interview job. I'm like, I don't wanna interview. I don't wanna I don't even wanna go there because you know what? I'm gonna tell you like that. Like I'm not I don't I don't want you gigs to come down and tell me the lineup. So why do you wanna interview me? Jose say Guillen. Yeah Yeah, exactly. Just like that though. <laughs> I'm just not gonna say about Castro is a good guy. <laughs> Fuck that. Castro sucks. The communist sucks. That's what Venezuela is the way it is right now because all the communists. That's what he messed it up though. That's what Aussie messed it up. But yeah, Aussie is a good example though. I love Aussie though. I
2: love Ossie. I love Ossie. In fact I'm going he's gonna be our first White Sox player over here. Oh. Manager at Club 400, because he, tell, he tells it like it is. Uh,
3: That's right. Yeah, you like it good if you don't, well, you know, so be it. Yeah, right,
2: exactly. Go
5: Bob? miggy I've got two, two quick questions. Uh, one, the shifts in baseball. I want to know your thoughts about the shifts and the emphasis and all that. And secondly, so many more ball clubs now are de-emphasizing scouts, and they're going to, like you said, analytics. Your thoughts on that as well?
3: Well, first of all, scouts are getting out of the game Scouts are they're not helping anymore because we got computers we got computers and go, computer tells me this guy walked so many times and he hit a homer so many times so why do I want a scout to know what I got on on high school guess what man Scouts they know about swings high school they throw 85. Bigly, they throw 95. So the swing path is different. The swing speed is different. So maybe it's not going to work that well. So scouts, they're not really taken seriously anymore. So they still got scouts because it's something that is tradition to have scouts. But they're not really using it anymore. The other question was what? About the shifts. All the shifts in oh, my God. The stuff. <laughs> Jeff. You know, the good thing about the chef is was like every time I see everybody moving to the right side, I told the catcher, I'm like, don't worry, man, I'm going to hit a fly ball. <laughs> I'm going to hit a fly ball. But, you know, the thing about the chef is I think it gets on the hitter's head. It's not so much about like, oh, I hit it right where I wanted and it was somebody there. No, I think it gets into the hitter's head so much. Then they tried to beat the chief, like okay, I got everybody in my lefty I got everybody in the right side. I got that wide open hole. I want to beat him i 'm going to hit it over there, and he gets he gets in your head so much then you ended up just rolling over, and they were be like, "Oh man, yeah, we were right it 's more like he gets in, in our hit, like get in our mind more than anything else." Um, I, I honestly don't know. Like, you just maybe work, yeah. What? But they don't pay for work for bond anymore, though. So it's like, why, why, why did you bond? No. Well, I got on base. We don't care. <laughs> well, what if you had walk? Oh yeah, we like walks. <laughs> well, it's about the same, except my batting average goes up, though. <laughs> you know, it's like people like now these uh. All these gigs, guys, go like, oh, we don't like buns anymore. We don't like to give up an out just to advance one base. Okay, you don't bun. grand ball double play. Next guy got a base hit to the middle. Yeah. Runner first. No, two outs. Two outs now. <laughs> well, that guy would have scored one out, one run. Now what? Oh, we don't like to give out an out. All right, whatever, man. He's, he's, he, he's just a. He just a, Back in the days, I mean, you guys are a lot older. Some of you guys are a lot older than I am. <laughs> uh-huh. M- Miggy what are you, 37? What are you, 37? Hey, 36. you're still a baby, man. 35. Oh,
2: shit. Thir- th- oh, shit. Dude, that's amazing. 35 years. Like, I'm 45. I can catch
3: right now nine inies, anyone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, you, know, you know what really made me sad, honestly? I went to a Giants game as a fan. And they, they ended up playing extra innings. And then I was like front row right there. They give me good tickets.
2: <laughs> I so.
3: And I'm front row right next to the Cubs dog And Rizzo comes to me. He's like, oh, man, we need you. Like, man, I thought I was a bad teammate, though. You, 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 you clutch. I thought I was a bad teammate, though. What, what do you need me for now? Go hit it. You're the one to start right here. Go hit it. Yeah. Wow. This is why we wanted to make it here tonight.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, you know it shit. It
3: for me to know what you want to say it? <laughs>
2: That's awesome. All right, we, questions. Right we'll here. Right, here. All. here. All right, right there. Hey. Wait for him to take his whiskey. I think I have a way to get you back on the Cubs because they need a good catcher again. He signs the trick You know, you know over, what? Over here, right here, that's Jim Hickey's brother, Dan Hickey. He's a pitching coach yeah. on the Cubs. So I, you know, Dan or Jim has taken a lot of heat this year, and they won 95 games, and he was out two pitchers, which I think is a crock of crap. But I did want to send this to you. Derek Shelton just sent me. Derek Shelton was the. Uh, Coach on the Blue Jays. You very well loved them. Toronto, too. And he sent this back to me just a second ago. He said, Miggy's a good man. Enjoyed being around him. He can really hit. Tell my I said hello. I
3: can really hit. I knew that yeah. every this time. From,
2: this is from Toronto. I knew that, Chelsea. though.
3: You know what? It's, it's all about psychology. It's about your mind. You know, It's nothing that you can do, though. We can do it all. If your mind is in the right place, you can do it all. And in my mind was one thing always right, I can hit. You know, and I always like those tough situations because I got nothing to lose. It was, you know, it was, if you were three, four, 10, like one, uh, like, yeah, one, three, four, 10, you're a hall of fame. So you fell in seven times. So it's like, well, you know what? This is a game of failures. I'm supposed to fail right now though. Why do you care? Let's go ahead. And that's why it made me probably better hitter. And but Shelton was a great guy, and I spent a, three months only with Toronto. Uh, but you, you were talking about his question. I don't want to answer that though, because no, I don't want to say that. I will, He's recording too, <laughs> though. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that far though. You know what? I, I probably need seven more of those drinks to say it, but I'm not gonna <laughs> say it right now.
2: I ask a lot of players this, and I I wanted to ask you about how it felt when you got the call to the major leagues. Like, obviously, it's something you work for your entire life, and when they said, "Hey, you're going to the show," I mean, how how much did that mean to you as a person?
3: You know, when I when I signed as a professional baseball player, I had three goals. Three goals. My first goal was learn the language. Second goal was be a good teammate because, you know what, if you speak the language, be a good teammate, I can still get a job as a coach, scout, or something. And the third one was always, you know, obviously being a big leaguer. But I didn't really like my chances to be a big leaguer that much because when I came up to the U.S., I saw so much good talent all around. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I can compete with any of these guys. That was a true story, though. And, but you know what? Growing up, my dad taught me, always always taught me one thing. And he said, well, he's got two knots. <laughs> and you got two knots. <laughs> so, let's go for it. <laughs> so, I was there and I'm like, man, you know, yeah, I know he's got two knots, but I hit the ball 500 feet. And I got two, but I hit it 375. <laughs> but the reality was that 375, we make it across the board, the same as 500 feet. So I was like, well, you know what? Well, I got a chance. Because you know what? They don't measure the distance. They do measure the homers only. And uh, But I worked hard, though. I wasn't a prospect coming out with the Diamondbacks. I wasn't a prospect. Uh, i wasn't a suspect either were
2: you always a catcher, or did you play other positions
3: No, I was always a catcher i wasn't a prospect i wasn't a suspect either i i i I play hard i play i I always had one thing that I want to play the game the right way. I want to play hard because it's kids out there watching us play, and we're example for the kids and and, you know, you, you don't want to play the game dirty, though. You don't want to play the game dirty. You don't want to be... And, and to me, the biggest responsibility was, like, you don't want to get a DUI. You don't want to have a family uh, problems. Like, I, I don't want to say that, though. <laughs> you know what? Like, and, and, and believe it. Like, I, 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 I think I accomplished my all goals. Like, I, I learned the language. I was a good teammate with the Diamondbacks, not with the Cubs. (laughs) (laughs) And with the Blue Blue Jays, though. But not with the Cubs, though. Uh, So, you know, I accomplished two and a half out of three goals that I had. uh, Two and a half. So, with that being said, it was like, But it was the things that I had in mind. I I never thought I was going to play in the big league because I I never thought I was good enough to get there. But I worked hard, though. I worked my butt off every single day. Um, I call home every day crying to my mom, and my dad would take the fun out of my mom. He's like, you want to be a baseball player? Stop crying and be a man. Let's go. (laughs) And you know what? It was true story. It was like, you know what? You're right. I wanted to be a baseball player. And, you know, things happen for a reason when you work hard. It worked out pretty good. It worked out great, though. I can't <laughs> complain. I can't complain. You Life know, is good.
2: He is our 20th Cub player out here, and uh, we always do Q&As, but he's slowly moving to the top of the Q&As. <laughs> right? yeah. Hey, a
3: lot of people are so polite, saying the right things all the time. Come on, guys. You don't want to say that. Say, say what you think, though. That's, right. That's the problem, man.
1: What was it like catching a no-hitter?
3: My second one? <laughs> <laughs> well, my second one was pretty good, though. It was a lot easier than my first one. I'll tell you that though. My first was was only 148 pitches and night walks.
2: Oh shit. Wow.
3: Yeah. So I had bases loaded pretty much the first three innings. So I didn't even know it was a no-hitter going because he was he was full of traffic. The bases were full of traffic, every inning. So I mean, I mean, we got three guys, at least one of those got hit. No, they all walked. Walk. Another three walks. It's like okay, man. I realized that in the ninth inning. And but my second one was a lot easier. Jay was super nasty in 15 though. He was nasty though. He was like he was even nastier to catch though. He was like Choof! 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 it was box bunny thing going on. Boom, 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 boom. He was so good. It was like he, he he's so good. Jake is he was he's so good and he's still good and he just uh he works hard as anybody in the field. And you know, uh I know he had a tough years coming coming up with the with the Baltimore. He had a rough coming up but he he, he ended up figuring out, and, and I'm happy for him because he's such a good guy. A lot of people think that he and I, we don't get along at all. I'm wearing his freaking watch that he gave me. Nice, yeah. You know what? Right here, he says, no heater. <laughs> right there, boys, all of you. <laughs> so when a lot of people think that he and I won't get along, that's bad. Because he and I, we, we get along well, and, and that night before I got released from the cops, Theo called me, and he's like, hey, you got to apologize to Jake. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put you in the speaker because he's right here with me. <laughs> no shit, huh? People don't say that, though. People don't say that because he's true, though. He was there with me, and I said, man, you know what? I told the people this. Because I told you, I already told you this in the spring training, and you don't care, and that's how it is, man. And, uh, and he's like, ah, man, don't worry about it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, I got the calls, I like, got oh, me, we, we had a talk, and we decided to put you in waiver. I'm like, waiver? Why don't you release me? So I can go anywhere I want, though. Oh, no, no, don't worry we 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 figure something out. I'm like,, you figure something out. What about myself yeah. but uh but it was it was hard. It was hard for me, for my family because we we really loved Chicago. We really did love Chicago and we still love Chicago and the fam- the people here, the fan base, the everybody here was great, and I gotta say like I always say, I'm always honest. Uh, I cried a lot, though. I and I'm telling you this, and I'm about to cry, cause uh, it was hard. It was hard, uh, cause I felt I felt part of Chicago city, though. It was such a great place, and it's a uh, it was it was hard for me when the people say that I was a bad teammate, though. And even harder when I came and played here, and people just boo me. I was like, gosh, you know. Do I regret what I say? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know if I regret what I say because I, you know, I, I didn't even throw anybody out when I was here. <laughs> the first day, though. <laughs> Since I got here, no, I never even throw a guy out. And all the sudden they're like, "Oh, we're gonna let you go." It's like, "All right, man." Hey, we love you, buddy. You're awesome. yeah. And. And I love I love I love the fan base. I love I love all of them in Chicago though. And and he's just every time I come here it just brings good memories and he brings a, And I live in Phoenix though. So I got the Diamondbacks. I played 9 years for the Diamondbacks in the big league. 9. Nine, well, yeah. 9 years in the big league with the Diamondbacks. I don't remember a day there. <laughs> I only played three with the Cubs and I remember every single day going into the field. I remember every single day going in in the bench and watch my fans and watch everybody else and they all great and it just, it was just great though. I'll tell you what,
2: Miguel you wake up every morning to a World Series Chicago Cubs championship ring, man. And I'll tell you what. But you know what? You know Arnold, about the 85 Bears, right? They're still riding off that shit. You'll
3: be around forever in Chicago, buddy. Right? But you know what? I will give up my ring for a big, like, when I come into Chicago, a big round of applause, like, you know, I will give it up just for that because, you know what, I want the people to remember, you know what, I did... I play the game right. I play hard every single day. I give my best every single time for the team, for my teammates. Play hard. And you know what? I have one thing that was very special. That I don't care if it was 0 for 4 but I care for my pitchers more than anyone in the game right now, though. More than anyone in the game right now. I guarantee you that. And I got a father over here that he probably knows that, though. I can go all for five with four strikeouts, but I care for my pitcher more than anything.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. Who's the best pitcher? Oh,
3: Oh, Are you flying the plane tomorrow? <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's. Uh, uh, First of all, it's an it's it's honor to be here, though in the club 4,400, though. Yeah. You know what? I love my hat, though. <laughs> and uh, I, I gotta say this: thank all of you guys to be here. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, be in front of you guys, I appreciate you guys. Uh, for me, it was easy to be here, though. But for you guys. I, I was never expecting this crowd, and Woo. and it's awesome. It's awesome that all you guys are here. Appreciate, thank you all. A lot of people say thank you, but nah, forget about me. It's all about you guys. Thank you for your support for the Cubs. And keep supporting the Cubs because you know what? There's a great team, great organization, and they're doing a lot of great teams, and they're gonna be great for a long time, man. I don't know if you're gonna win a world another World Series, so. No. <laughs> You'd probably be okay with that, huh? No, 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 no. I really don't, though. I really like. It's funny because when they go in the playoff, uh, like this year in the World Cup, I was like, golly. come on, guys, it's really bad." I was like, you know. So, it, I have. I had. I had three. Go- three boy- Well, three kids. A eight year old boy, seven year old girl, and he's a baby, a newborn. And he doesn't know anything. <laughs> He he have to watch Daddy on YouTube because he's never watching him life. So um, my eight year old guy he goes like, my eight year old guy who's like, let's go, Cubbies, let's go, let's go. Like he doesn't even remember the Diamondbacks though, and his heart is all the cops. He's co- he's a cop fan. He really is. He's a cop fan. And my daughter, you know, my daughter is a little prick though. She's <laughs> a little. And she goes like, daddy, they fire you. Why do you care for them? And I'm like, Camila, um, you're right. You're right, Camilla, But I don't know why I keep following them, though. Like, I want them to win, though. And my son is like, yeah, oh, that's Anthony Rizzo. That's Chris Ryan. That's the other guy. I'm like, come on, man. Chill out. <laughs> the worst part is, like, I ask my kid, he's like, who's your favorite player? He's like, Chris Ryan. <laughs> what about daddy? <laughs> well, you, you, you're right there. You're in the mix. I'm like, come on, man. Save it. <laughs> Who pays the school? Coupé is cool, boy. (laughs) But like I say, man, I want to thank you all. Uh, You guys are great fans, Uh, and you know what? You guys make me feel in two and a half years that I was here that uh, I only had one team in my career. Yeah, I was like, I was in my career. People ask me like, I feel like I was only a Cops. Honestly, true story. And like I, like I say, you know, I speak the truth. I speak too much, but I speak the truth and I say I felt like I was just a cops. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember any other team though, that I, I played. That's humble, yeah. So it came a guy today with a Washington jersey. <laughs> Write the number down. I'm like, man, turn it around because I don't remember the number that I wore there though. <laughs> I don't remember the number honestly. Like I didn't. It's just like I only remember a 47. And my heart has always been a 47, uh, and you know what? I even know whatever happens with the Cubs, I, I'm always going to be a Cubs, So I love the Cubs, and I, win, I wish the best of the Cubs, and I can only... I just want the Cubs to win every single year, though. You are going to be a part of the Cubs and Chicago
2: forever, buddy, and that's the truth, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Brian, Sh- Brian Schwartz over here. Uh, he's owned a family business for a long time, and he's run Schwartz Memorabilia. If you ever need a, a nice Christmas gift, uh, he, he's, he's one of the nicest guys in the industry that you ever want to meet. And he's responsible for bringing Miggy out here tonight. So uh, Schwartz Memorabilia, all right, guys? And uh, don't hesitate to buy from that guy. He's, a, he's awesome. So uh,
3: Hey, I want to take Joe, though. For bringing me out here, though. Joe, 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 you're doing a shot of Jaeger with me before we leave hey. tonight, right? Joe, Yo, thank you for bringing me out here, man.
2: Oh, dude, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you out here. And uh, Brian did a lot of them. We did oh, a lot Brian, of yeah. yeah. Out I was trying to Twitter you up to say, hey, we want to get you to Cuff I could not get a hold of you. And then I knew Brian. They didn't give you my
3: number, club. though? No. Oh, <laughs> my God. They're such a bros. There's such a pros, though. But now you are a part of Club 400 Alumni,
2: and we want you back again one day.
3: I'll tell you what, if there's one guy I want
2: back, it's this guy. Hey, you know
3: what? Next time, you're going to bring another player. I'm going to be the one doing the Q&A, though. Because I want to hear the true story.
1: Dude, I'm sure we'll gladly hand over the mics for that.
3: Oh,
2: right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we had C J. over here, C J. Edwards, awesome guy. He's awesome.
3: He's a good kid, great kid though. He's awesome. He's uh, my sister came from Venezuela like two years ago, and he my sister babysit for them, so he was real super nice to her though. <laughs> so we like him though. <laughs> no, but no, no, I'm kidding. But like, he's a, he's such a nice guy though. Yeah, I like him, and he's super nasty too though. Oh yeah. He had that. Cotton 97 with a 12.6 hammer. Woo! Oh, my God. He's good, though. He's a good kid, though. And he only weighed 130 pounds.
2: <laughs> Gary, are you going to queue up Go Cubs Go or what? Um, we'll take one more good question. We've got to end it off. Oh, we'll take two more, okay? If we we're good. Hey, he, he's got to leave at 6 a.m. on a okay. flight, and a, I want him hung over, okay? Hey, don't worry about me, though.
3: Don't worry about me. As long as I get a Uber there
2: later on, like later, later,
3: later, I'm good, man.
2: You want her to go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Uh, you know, you're, you're one of my favorite players. Uh, when you came here, I... I remember when you played with Arizona, you know, in those days, and when the Cubs got you, I'm like, this is, you know, this guy's good. He's a good hitter, veteran. He's, he knows what he's doing. As a Venezuelan uh, player that came up uh, with you as a rookie, Wilson Contreras, did you feel a special bond with him? Did you feel that you had to mentor him a little bit more because he's a fellow countryman and – and then the other thing is everything that's going on in Venezuela right now. I know it's got to be so hard for you and your family and all the Venezuelan players.
3: So yeah, that's a good question though. Uh, I came in and I was with the cops, great, you know, and and then I, I had to go catch Lester because uh, Russ got a mild concussion, <laughs> so I got to go catch Lester. And I sprayed my thong. I sprayed my thumb, and. Uh, and I got to go to Dublin, So uh, I went to Dublin and I saw Wilson playing. And when I saw Wilson playing, I'm like, oh, whoa. I was I was like, I was impressed what I was seeing, though. I was like, damn, this guy's going to take all of us jobs. <laughs> I was true story. I'm telling you, honestly, Like, I was like, whoa. Because he's a real deal, though. He's a real deal. So I told him, like, hey, man. Uh, you want to go for, I'm going to take you out for lunch tomorrow. Give me your number. He's like, oh, man, I, 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 my phone is, uh, the line is cut off. Uh, I, I can pay my calling card. Like, I can pay the, 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 the prepaid card. I'm like, well, prepaid card? What are you talking about, man? I'm like, you don't have a phone? He's like, yeah, well, I have a phone, but I don't have a line. It's like, damn. I'm like, you know what, man? Let me call my agent. Thank you. Oh, my God. They keep loading me here. This is magic. (laughs) This is magic. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, let me call my agent. Let me call my agent. And uh, let me get this thing good to go, though. So I call my agent. I say to my agent, I say, hey, man, uh, I need a cell phone. I don't need a line, I need a cell phone. And I need a contract right here. Tomorrow, I want to overnight it here. Tennessee, Smokies. Tomorrow, he's like, for what? Like, for Wilson Contreras, he's like, who's that? Don't worry about it. He's the one who's going to take all of us job. And Jesse Rogers said that, though. Jesse Rogers, you guys know Jesse Rogers? The oh, reporter?
2: By the way, Jesse was going to come here tonight. You guys know Jesse Rogers, ESPN 1000? So, uh, JP, he's around here somewhere. He tweeted that you were coming here tonight. He really wanted to be here tonight. He's so busy. No, he art. did,
3: though. Yeah. <laughs> because I always give a good lines, I always giving a
2: good talk. He told me, though, he told me, honestly, he told me, uh, of all the Cubs players I've ever met, as far as people, Miguel is the best. And that says a lot because he's met a lot
3: of players. Yeah.
2: You know? He loves you, man. Like, He's, you know, he had something to do. Yeah, he
3: said I threw him on the bus, too, though. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I like Jesse, though. I like Jesse, though. I like, you know what? I always, I'm not going to go the other way, though. Let me keep telling my story, though. (laughs) So, I told, I told my, he's like, he's like, oh, man, where is he? Is he a prospect? I'm like, I don't care if he's a prospect. He's main prospect in my book, though. He's. He's, he's star though. Like, this guy's the real deal. Like, he's, he's legit, though. So he's like, okay, man, whatever. Yo, whatever you say, man. Yeah, okay, I'm going to send it tomorrow. Send it overnighted. And, uh, whatever. He's like, but he wasn't comfortable doing it. He ended up doing it. I was there, still there, and he's got the, the little envelope with the cell phone and the contract. Signed the contract with it, all the envelopes, send it back. So he ended up signing with my engine. Next year. Theo called me. He goes like, hey, Miggy, uh, we're thinking about calling Contreras up. Because he was like, it was like I, he knew me, though. Like, he knew me that I was, I'm hard, though. Like, I'm, I'm tough, too. Like, you know. But he called me, and he goes like, Miggy, uh, we're thinking about, what do you think? I'm like, I think it's a great deal, though. I told him straight on, honestly, like the bottom of my heart, I'm telling you in front of you guys, I say, I think it's a good deal because he's going to make our team better. Because guess what, though? Ross and I, we suck, though. This guy's a real fucking deal, though. <laughs> I told him just like that, though, honestly. And like, people, they don't say that, though. And that's what bothers me. It's like, they don't really say that. And I told him that. I'm like, okay, we're going to call him. For a couple of weeks, he come up to the big league. I'm like, hey, man, you know what? I told him, uh, you know what? He, they say you were coming here for a couple of weeks, but you're not going back. I told I told Wilson. They put her right next to my locker, though. But you're not going back. He's like, no, no, I'm not going back. I'm like, you better not, though. Because if you do, you're letting me down, though. Sure enough, he's not, he's not going back. And... And then I guess my agent got a new phone and he he deleted my phone number, (laughs) though He never called me again You know what? It's okay, though. You know what? Because you know what? I already paid him. He knew I wasn't going to pay him no more. Like, oh, this guy. He's He's already banged up. He's already like, oh, crap. So, so in 17, he was the starting catcher. What do you think about Wilson being the starting catcher? I'm like, we got somebody else in the team? We don't, though. So, he makes... He made my backup role in 17, and 16, not too much, because 16, we got David Ross and nobody else. So it was hard for me when we got 180 career hitting batting average against me. And then they're like, oh, well, well but was, I, am a backup? Or am i am like, what am I, though? That was tough for me, though. Nobody ever told me anything. That's what, like... Oh, Miggy, you know he's complaining about. He's like, well, "Well, nobody told me who I'm. Wh- what's my role is?" So, you know, when you come from an all-star catching every day, and then all of a sudden you're benching, but nobody told you anything. You're like, "Okay, man, where my, where my, where my? Give me, give me a gu- guidance, though." And but Wilson, well, he ended up with my agent. He's still with my. Well, not my agent because I got my own company now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I'm happy for him because I know he's gonna be great. And in 17, I always talked to him. I it was it was times the beginning of the season before before I was let go. I remember calling him in the side, and it was right after I shower. I remember like like now though, and I say, man. What's going on with your mind? What's in your mind? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not good, man. You think because I got two hits today, I'm going to take your job? I don't want that job because I really didn't want that job. In 17, I I didn't want that job. I can't catch every day anymore. I knew that. My body knows that, though. You're the catcher. You're the cop's catcher. So stop competing against me. You are a guy, though. We're counting on you, though. I told him that straight up, though. And he's like, oh, man, you know, like, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that. Like, I, I want you to go 4 for 4 every single day so I don't have to play and I get my check without even work. <laughs> so so he, he kind of cooled off a little bit there. And, and then the next day I was playing. He knew I was playing the next day. And I got a couple hits. And then Joe takes me out on the 8th and put Wilson <laughs> in. And then I told Joe, I'm like, hey, Joe, you know, man, like, uh, I told Wilson this and this. Like, I told what I told you guys. He's like, oh, great, great. But you're catching tomorrow. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I really want him to be catching tomorrow (laughs) because now he's really going to think that I'm going to take his job. I don't want his job. This body can't take that anymore, though. (laughs) So the next day I was catching and he was like all frustrated and all this. And But the reality is like he's a great catcher. He's got all the tools. He's got... I don't know who asked me that. I think the driver from the airport today asked me, who do you think is the best catcher in the game right now? And then he goes, Salvador Perez. (laughs) Yari Molina. (laughs) overrated, Buster Posse. Yeah, he's right there, though. He's like, so who do you think then? And I say to him, honestly, like I say, though, like you guys, straight up, I say, you know what? There is no one catcher in the big league, not in the national league, in the big league that got the tools than Wilson Contreras has. Yeah. He can do it all. He can hit. He can catch. He can throw. He can do it all. But it's all about here, though. He's got the tools. He needs the number one tool right now, though. And... But he's young. He's going to mature to it. He's going to get there. And I love Wilson, though. I really love Wilson, and I enjoy watching him catch, and I enjoy watching him hit and play the game because I think he's great. And as soon as I left, I think he got a little relief, though. Like, okay, I got no competition now. And he went off, though. He went off. He was like homer after homers. I don't think he even got a hit. He <laughs> was all homers and doubles and homers and doubles and and but you know what I'm saying is like he the Cubs teams that got everything to be a World Series champs again. You know what pissed me off? I'm not gonna get another ring. Nah, but you know what? Like I want him to win another ring because they got everything, and you know what? They got a great GM. Who's the GM? Theo. Theo, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. well, was thinking. Well, is it president operation or whatever? But you know what? They got a good GM. What he's. Well, th- get some
2: shots over here right now. Some compliments. We need a tray over here. But Theo is a great
3: guy. Uh, he's a. Uh, He's got an amazing personality and he cares for every player. And not only the players, though. He cares for our family in the game, though, which is very, very important. And he does a great job doing that, taking care of the families. And and that's why it probably was hard for me to leave this organization because uh, the family was so comfortable. The family loved every single minute here. And, and I I'm going to miss the Cubs forever, though. I'm really going to miss the Cubs forever because I don't
2: remember other organization. You don't have to miss us, man. We're, we're around, all right?
3: <laughs> you are part of Chicago Cubs lore forever, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Missed a lot, though.
2: Patty, I want to get Patty's question over there. She forgot. What? Oh, she forgot her question. She forgot the question. Patty
3: was drinking all day, by
2: the way, Miguel. She's been drinking since 2 o'clock. I'm surprised...
3: I've been signing from 11, 10.30, though.
4: Come on. (laughs) I got you beat. Anywho, (laughs) so I was just wondering, out of all the battery mates that you've had, which that's a lot with all the teams that you've played, which has been the nastiest that you've ever seen? And I just want to say thank you. I was at an event like four years ago, and... I, I asked you to take a picture with me, and you're like, "I'll be right back." Don't worry, I won't forget you. And you didn't. And not I didn't. A lot of, no, you I didn't. got back right. You got back, and we took the coolest awesome. picture together. And there's not a lot of players that do that. They're just like, "Yeah, I'll be right back," and they don't give a rat's ass. So you are cool for that. You were very nice to me, and thank you for that. Thank you. What, what battery mate was cool? I mean, what what? What made you like say, "Oh my God, that's ridiculous"?
3: You know, I had a, I had a, I was lucky enough to have a good pitchers.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. I was lucky enough to have to be the person with catchers of a good pitchers, all, Hall of Fame pitchers. Yeah, Let sure. me put it that way, though. Hall of Fame, yeah. not a good pitchers. Hall of Fame, and. I just cared for my pitchers. That was the only good thing that I had right. And and I had a manager in the minor league that always taught me, like, hey, you know what? Your number one priority is catch. The number two priority is catch. Number three is keep catching. <laughs> so I was like, what is about hitting? He's like, it's never about hating for a catcher. I was like, wow. You know, and I got to the cops, well, I was with the backs and I had to catch Levan Hernandez. MVP uh, 1988, right? 97, 98, the Marlins. Oh, yeah. yep. yep. oh, boy. <laughs> I would never back down. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Hey. Hey, here. you know what? First of all, I want to thank him for having me in his yeah. man cave, though. No, I really do want to thank you for having me here, though. Thank right? Is... Yeah, you do it. I do it? All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, boy. Cheers. Tequila. Tequila. Oh, boy. Nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was a menthol.
3: So, yeah. I'm glad you recognized it. So, let, let's give him a round of applause for this yeah. guy, though. Yeah. Please. This guy, he knows how to throw a party, though. He really knows how to throw a party, though. Dude, I'll tell you what. Uh, I was
2: so excited to get him here. I was telling Eric, my brother, and Eric, actually, he's been watching the QA, which is unbelievable because he usually doesn't, but uh...
3: I didn't know he had the attention. You know, span. Like every player that comes here, they're so polite, and they say the right things all the time. People try to hear the right things, right? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Stop saying the right things, man. Say what you think. I'm going to give Brian Schwartz a hangover
2: tomorrow. I think that's my goal. Joe. Joe, we're doing a shot before you leave, and I got a car He needs one, home, though. Okay? He's got a migraine going
3: on, Oh, though. come on, dude. We need to kill that.
2: Tequila. All right, your favorite drink, and then this is how we're going to end this. Your favorite drink. If you're at a bar, what do you order? A Bud Light or uh, <laughs>
3: A what? About <laughs> light what?
2: What's your favorite go-to drink? If uh, You're like, I'm going to go out and tear it up tonight. What, am I, what are you drinking? I always drink
3: scotch, though. Scotch, yeah. 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 You know, a lot of people say, like, I, I actually hang out with a lot of baseball players. and They're like, oh, give me a Blue Label. And I'm like, come on, guys. Blue Label is a $900 bottle. Black Label is a $300 dollar bottle. After the first one, they all taste the same. (laughs) Why do you want to spend so much money on it though? Yeah, and then five years later, oh, they're bankrupt, like they're they're broke. (laughs) Yeah, the Blue Label, man, got you there though. Let's give it up for Miguel Montez! Thank you guys, thank you! Hey, thank you. Thank you all, guys. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
5: Hey, everybody. It's uh, me, Danny Rocket. And, um, well, the gift you gave me, uh, the beautiful, wonderful, I'll never be able to say thanks enough gift you gave me, it's here. Uh, I bought it. Uh, Thank you for this beautiful Breed Love guitar. Um, I wasn't even expecting to buy a Breed Love, but... Uh, I don't know, talk to me about it sometime I'll tell you why I chose this one Uh, But it's beautiful and I love it so much And uh, the first song I wrote On it is a song called Thank You And it's to thank you all for this guitar So here it goes I want to thank you
0: For your generosity Thank you For what you did for me Thank you for the and thanks for being who you are, thanks for being a good friend, I only see clear skies ahead, no one can do it on their own, nobody has yet to do it on their own. Suck it without you Thanks for all the love you give And thanks for helping people live Thanks for doing what you can To give the world Showing me your love. Thank you for cheering on the Cubs. I'll see you at the baseball park at 120 or after dark. We'll sit and drink a couple beers and stand and sing and scream and cheer for Chicago's amazing fans rocking in Wrigley's Hall of Stands. Win the game and finish strong and raise the flag and sing the song. Nobody has yet to do it
5: the schoolyard oh damn it i just rewrote me and julio down by the schoolyard i didn't mean to well anyway i love my new guitar and i thank you so much uh you guys are so beautiful and i thank you with everything that i have and every note i will play on this guitar i will think in each of each and every one of you so i love you thank you thank you uh thank you
0: and now The end is near And so I face The final curtain My friends I'll say clear I'll
4: state my
0: case Of which I'm certain I live
4: A life that's full